Hello and welcome back to the Health and Safety Digest, a special podcast by Astutis. This is now episode three of season one and how rude of me. My name is Toby Howell, the digital content writer at Astutis. And thank you once again for tuning in. And before uh, we get into the nitty gritty of the show today, I want to say a big, big thank you to all of you listeners uh, who have supported the show through likes, comments, uh, questions, um, and and just just some feedback. Essentially, it's been uh, very, 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 um, very, very nice, for lack of a better word, uh, to, to to hear that and to read that, and it really does. Um, give us that feeling that what we're doing here uh, on the Health and Safety Digest is helping and supporting potential learners make really quite important life-changing decisions. And that was the whole point of the show. So a big, warm thank you from me and the Astutist team. I will not be taking any more of your time before we jump into the conversation with Bren. It is a bit of a bumper episode and there were even some people outside the room this week uh, talking. Uh, that happens in the podcast game. Uh, but this week, in, in this episode, we cover the international diploma and its syllabus and how it devolves or changes from uh, the national diploma. A, a very, very important question, in my opinion. Uh, the duration of the Nibosh diploma itself and how it varies from a different mode of learning. And then where it is recognised how the different awarding bodies around the world help that CV of yours sparkle even stronger with the NEBOSH diploma. So until the end of the show, uh, please do enjoy. Let's get straight down and ask Bren the important questions. Where is the national or international, the whole NEBOSH diploma, where is it recognised? Okay, uh, again, interesting question. Um maybe not a textbook answer. Obviously, NEBOSH, as we said, is, is a UK examination board, um, probably the uh, the longest standing and best recognised examination board in the UK, so very popular in the UK, um, very popular uh, in global organisations that are influenced by um, or run by you know, UK management. So lots of... Uh, petrochemical oil and gas companies um, will recognize NEBOSH qualifications and they'll, they'll, they'll fit well in, in, in that sort of environment. Um, certainly in my experience and my career, you know, we've, uh, we've taught courses in the Middle East, uh, I've taught courses in the Middle East for 20 years or so and uh, you know, NEBOSH certificate uh, and diploma level qualifications tend to be very well recognised uh, around and about the uh, the Gulf states. Um, India is uh, quite a big market for um, NIBOSH qualifications as well. Yeah, so yeah, so there is an international organisation called INSHPO, which is the International Network of Safety and Health Professional Organisations. Um, IOSH as the professional body and NEBOSH as the examination board in the UK are both members of INSHPO. And one of the things that INSHPO has done and continues to work on is mapping um, qualifications and professional standards across all of the member organisations, including um, the American Society of Safety Professionals, the uh, Canadian, Australian, Korean several European sort of professional bodies to 
trying to allow you know an equivalence arrangement where people who are qualified in one of those countries under their systems will still be able to uh, fit into um, the equivalent systems in another country that was a member organization mm. so yeah so I mean to varying degrees um, EBOSH qualifications will be recognized around the world the USA mm. Canada Australia um, yeah several European uh, countries as well seeing as we're talking about international uh, organizations so I think it's only apt that we uh, just briefly touch on the international diploma um, what would you say uh, the main differences are in from from the old syllabus to this yeah. current syllabus again the um, the international and national diploma syllabuses syllabi are uh, are very similar. You know, uh, the the rest of the world is a is a very very diverse place. So, the idea of an international course that can be all things to all people in the USA, in Canada, in Australia, in Japan, and so on, um, is an interesting one. Whereas, the national um, diploma in the UK is obviously very UK centric. Um, we're teaching people in the UK about. Uh, UK law, uh, UK guidance and standards from the health and safety executive and so on, which obviously won't have the same uh, yeah. resonance and, and, and degree of relevance uh, outside of the USA. So when NIBOSH develop the international diploma syllabus, what they tend to do is take the UK syllabus and de-UK it, I guess, try to uh, remove some of the UK-specific content around legislation and enforcement and so on, uh, recognising where actually the UK is a, you know, is a, a world leader um, and our guidance and our standards um, would still be recognised as best practice or amongst best practices globally, uh, and we still you know, teach those standards um, in the international course uh, and it gives an opportunity as well to bring in you know some of the um, more universal considerations from the international labor organization and the world health organization and so on but in essence um, the same path has been followed so this new iteration of the international diploma again for occupational health and safety management professionals um, will have a slightly reduced uh, content and, and, and expected learning hours from the, from the previous iteration. Uh, it'll have some new content, so the safety to safety differently, high reliability organisations, uh, supply chains and focal um, organisations, all, all of that content is relevant globally so that's all on the international diploma as well and the assessment methodologies are the same for the international course as they are for the national so that shift from a traditional classroom exam to uh, an open book uh, assessment on mm. the application of knowledge um, yeah essentially like I said, uh, a mirroring of, of, of what's gone on with the UK national diploma so just so just so you know, I could play devil's advocate here for any potential international listeners who could be 
looking up and thinking, okay, what you know, what are the differences? It's essentially applying what is in the the, the national uh, diploma and making it a universal qualification and making it applicable to wherever they be and making it essential kind of applying the same stratagems and philosophies that are in essentially the national. Yeah, I mean, essentially same same uh, same theories, same same models. Uh, because every um, nation state has its own legal frameworks and enforcement arrangements and so on, that's largely stripped out, uh, and there's more of a, I guess, you know, an executive overview of the principles of law, uh, because you know we 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 couldn't uh, teach a learner in the Emirates, you know, detailed law for Dubai or Abu Dhabi, um, on the same course as we'd have a learner from you know, Nigeria or Kenya wanting to cover layer stuff so there's no um, there's no local specific uh, legislation or enforcement covered but headline level principles of good practice um, and like I said a lot of the, the the broader stuff in terms of individual and organizational psychology engineering good practice management good practice that's universal anyway so that's covered um, in very much the same way as we would cover it on the NIBOSH national diploma so the next question I was just going to ask you, Bren, was about the length of time it would need to take a NEBOSH diploma, because obviously we were talking there about the challenge and how it is a, a, a proper qualification. One of the big questions that we get from our potential learners is, is how long it takes in all to undertake the diploma. Could you give us a few more details on that? Yeah, um, I don't have the number of hours of study to, to hand, but I know it's... it's, it's um, mm. It's been reduced from around in about 500 hours down to the high 300s, I think about 380, 390 hours. Something of that ilk, yes. Yeah, should have should have jotted the number down. Um, but in, in, in general terms, um, the, the, the 20 years that I've been involved in, in teaching diploma, typically uh, most learners would like to get the qualification done in a year. Uh, and with the old assessment methodologies and the old exam cycles, that was doable, but it would require a fairly significant commitment of time, minimum of 10 hours a week you know, effort just to get through the basic um, recommended uh, study time from NEBOSH. Uh, and for a lot of learners, there would be additional hours required on top of that because obviously not everybody processes information at the same rate um, and not everybody's got the same starting level of background knowledge so you know, when Ebosh say there's uh, 400 or 500 um, recommended learning hours uh, in, a, in a qualification for some learners that might necessitate significantly more work just mm. because they're starting from a different uh, a different place um, as we transition now into the the new syllabus specification the new assessment methodology and the new assessment cycle um, we'll be looking to uh, again facilitate the completion of the course in around in about a 12 month sort of period for those that feel mm. that they can commit you know that level of effort that 10 hours plus a week to actually get through the content and keep pace right. uh, with the course and to be uh, dropped off at assessment dates in, in good shape for the particular assessments 
as far as Nibosh is concerned, you've got a window of opportunity of five years to, to, to complete your, um, your studies, and it's a, a rolling five-year uh, cycle. Um, so if you start studying with us now in the summer and you sit your new Unit 1 exam in September and uh, a couple of months later you, you learn that you've been successful and you've passed that, then that is in the bank. Um, nobody can take that away from you. As long as you pass Unit 2 and Unit 3 before five years have passed, then you accumulate the three units and you complete right. the um, uh, the qualification. Uh, if you know uh, work changes, family commitments, you know life gets in the way of your studies, and you have to park it up for a little while and come back to it. After five years, that past unit will no longer count, and uh, you'd have to accumulate your three units again together in a five-year. Uh, cycle to successfully complete the course. Uh, we are typically giving learners, uh, online learners, three years access to the materials so they can pace themselves over you know, up to three years uh, and of course you know, that access can be extended as well. Uh, but I would say um, many learners once they start on this path um, have the ambition of wanting to complete the qualification within a year um, it's certainly doable within a year, but back to that earlier point about motivation and application, you know, it does require um, sacrifice and uh, the parking up of um, some social activities or whatever to make space for you know, a, a regular 10 hours a week of study if you um, have that ambition of getting it done in a year. Uh, it's important, I think, you know, for any learner uh, getting into the world of, of study at this level, at honours degree level, to think about um, realistically you know, what their their lifestyle and um, and work and family and, and other commitments uh, mean uh, in terms of their ability to find um, study time on a on a regular basis. Uh, for many learners, you know, it, it, it may well be more sensible to pace themselves uh, and try to do this over 18 or even 24 months rather than um, really uh, uh, put themselves in a position where they're taking a lot of you know, a lot of strain to get the job done in a year, um, right. uh, which you know, could well then impact on their uh, on their success. So I think it's it's down to the individual learner to to reflect on their personal circumstances, um, think about what they need, uh, and then to come up with their own plan uh, in terms of um, yeah studying uh, over 12, 18, 24 months uh, or longer, you know, to suit dropping off at the assessments uh, when they wish and uh, accumulate in the units to get the overall qualification. Um, to suit them and their circumstances, pretty much. Brennig, I cannot thank you enough. Thank you once again for that fantastic insight. And that is the end of the show. We will be talking again next week for more answers, uh, dissecting the NIBOSH Diploma for Occupational Health and Safety Management Professionals. I'm getting good at saying that now. Um, 
I'm having a, quite a lot of practice. But if you want your questions answered, please, please, please do contact me. Email me, toby.howell at astutis.com. And you can ask us on our social media platforms. You can find us, Astutis, on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook. And, and there, there you will find us and you will get uh, answers to your questions on these podcasts. And I can safely say that season two of the Health and Safety Digest has been confirmed um, and we'll be talking more in depth about the general certificate. So until then, until next week, thank you very, very much for listening and we will speak to you soon. Stay safe.